I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. Joining me in the studio is Liz Anderscott, the Interpretive Programs Manager for Alapocos Run and Wilmington State Parks. Welcome, Liz. Hello. So glad to have you here today to talk about some really exciting programming that's going on this summer at uh, two of your parks, uh, the Rockford Tower area, and then also at the new, newly renovated, I should say, Sugar Bowl Pavilion, I believe it's called, right? Yes, it is. And that's on the Washington Street Extension? It's uh, No, it's at or, Baynard uh, Boulevard. Or Baynard Boulevard, yes, right. Yes. That's right. Um, but uh, some really exciting programming here. Uh, Liz, a, a little bit about uh, the two parks and... Uh, what your what your goals are for programming in general uh, for you know for visitors so i oversee uh, two parks wilmington state parks which is a string of three former parks which is rockford park brandywine park and h fletcher brown and then we have alapocos run state park which encompasses the blue ball barn and the uh, can do playground and so for interpretive programs i do school programs so we do environmental education programs we also do public programs leading hikes and things like that through both parks. We do recreational programming. We have um, Delaware's only publicly accessible rock climbing wall. And so I run those programs. And in fact, now we're running camps this summer there. And then we also do cultural arts programs, mainly based out of the Blue Ball Barn, because the barn is housing the Delaware Folk Art Collection. So our upcoming big event would be the uh, Pawpaw Folk Festival, where we emphasize the pawpaw and our folk art collection that's at the barn. You, uh, I have to ask you to digress about the pawpaw sure. because I I know Barbara Woodford is just is is a fanatic about the pawpaw. Tell tell us for our our edification what is the pawpaw? Sure, the pawpaw is um, North America's only native fruit tree. It looks uh, like a smaller mango. It comes ripe in end of August, beginning of September, and it's in the woods along the Brandywine River in Brandywine Park in Alapocos, and so um, it also has a unique relationship with the uh, zebra swallowtail butterfly, that the butterfly can only use the pawpaw to, for its larva, so uh, we try to, you know, emphasize that and celebrate the uh, pawpaw. Plus, it's a folksy kind of uh, fruit. It can't get to market because it um, it's very fragile. So it's very either local farm markets would have it or you just grow it in your backyard. And being a frequent visitor to Delaware State Parks, I have to say the, the trail that connects the Blue Ball Barn and comes down through uh, Alapocos Run there down to the Brandywine is one of the most beautiful walking trails. Uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite trails, right? It's the Northern Greenway Trail, yeah. and it's been uh, completely paved. You can actually go from the Brandywine Zoo to the Blue Ball Barn and actually up to uh, Bellevue uh, State Park. All the way up to the Caulfield Parkway yes. House. Yes, to the exactly. Caulfield House, Caulfield yeah. House yes. Yeah, it's, it's really a spectacular, spectacular walk. Now, it's interesting because uh, as the interpretive programs manager, you, you alluded to education-based programs, uh, nature-based programs but here you are now and, and the re one of the reasons we're here today is to talk about two concert series one at the Rockford Tower and one at the Sugar Bowl uh, Pavilion. Uh, talk uh, to us a little bit about um, what what the the park's mission is in in bringing people to the parks. I mean clearly it, it's not just the park is someplace to go and see but that there are activities to engage in and participate in. 
Especially for Wilmington State Parks and Alipocos, because we're in the city of Wilmington, we're trying to be a resource for the residents here. So we give them the opportunity to connect with the um, natural and cultural resource in our park. So one of the ways to do that is through our concert series. And the concert series at Rockford Park, um, I coordinate the uh, the artists there, and I try to get a diverse selection to represent the diverse uh, community in our um, Wilmington. And the Rockford uh, Tower series is a Monday night series. Correct. Is Mondays correct? at 630. Okay. Uh, let's start taking a look at some of the different performances you've lined up and, and sort of what, what was your thinking? Uh, how, you know, what criteria did you use to, to you know, cause it, it's, it's a really interesting array. I look at, um, we are a small stage. We're not as big as some of the other concert venues. So I try to do a more intimate, no more than three or four performers. And we're also free. We don't have any paid missions because we don't have gates at Rockford Park. So I try to make it more of a community concert as opposed to appealing to, you know, a general audience. And so I'm looking at, you know, looking at what's in our community in Wilmington and trying to find the interests that are family friendly that I can bring into the park. Mm-hmm. Um, and what are some of the specific acts that you've, you've, you're bringing in? Well, we just brought in Unity Reggae, which is, has played um, in the past for us, which is a really good um, band. And then we've um, bringing in some new ones like Toretta Storm, Queasy K has been with us before, and then we've got some local, and I also try to get local bands to either Wilmington or Delaware, so like Le- Lauren Kuhn is, and then Shane Polacco is coming to us too. Mm-hmm. And this represents everything from folk music to soul and pop, blues and rock? Yes, I try oh. to get it diverse to uh, appeal to the interest of everyone. Now, uh, one of the other opportunities, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, that people have when they come to the concert series at Rockford Tower is, I believe the tower is open. Correct. We're open at the same time that the concerts are. We have a staff member there who will explain about the tower or answer any questions. You get to climb to the top of the tower, get to see the concert ongoing. You can see the skyline of the city of Wilmington and off in the distance, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And for those who think they're not familiar with Rockford Tower, I bet they've seen it somewhere in a photograph or an artist's uh, depiction of it. It's, Probably one of the more famous, uh, more uh, frequently uh, painted or photographed landmarks. In Definitely. Delaware. It's pretty iconic for the city of Wilmington. Uh, now, in, in your consideration of the these artists, do they reach out to you? Do you reach out to them? How do you research them? How do you find out about them? It's a little bit of both. They We've... The state of um, Delaware State Parks, we have a concerts throughout this state. So the interpreter managers come together and we sort of pass on names to each other. Um, artists contact us. We have a website and they submit their information to us. And then I also look around and look at the local venues and seeing what artists may fit into our lineup right here. Mm-hmm. Now, do some of these artists also perform at some of the other state parks throughout the summer? We generally try not to do that okay. overlapping, uh-huh. um, but since my bands are smaller and things like that, Bellevue might pick it up for their smaller concerts, but generally uh-huh. the other uh, state parks will have bigger uh, bands. Right, because I know Bellevue has that large stage, but I yes. know some of the other parks uh, downstate, Killens Pond, Trap Pond, they, they uh, provide programming Correct, as well. Correct, yes, yeah. and also White Clay Creek State Park. Right. So at, at Rockford 
park, there's not a stage per se. So do they do they it's set little, up on the ground or? It's a little wood uh, platform. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yes. okay. It's very small. And then at the Sugar Bowl, will they be? Inside that pavilion? They're or? looking at most likely being in front of the pavilion just okay. because of acoustics and things like that. Okay. Well, let, let's turn to that uh, now. What's what's going to be happening at the uh, at the Sugar Bowl? Well, it's exciting because this is the first year with the Sugar Bowl restoration with the uh, Friends of Wilmington Parks. They are um, coordinating and sponsoring concerts at the Sugar Bowl. They'll be starting in July 12th, and they're working with Gable Music Ventures to bring in acts great and i i see here uh maya Bellardo, a jazz musician mm-hmm. jahiti re- reggae and soul mm-hmm. uh soul dares uh, pristine it's rain pristine, rain yes pristine rain yes. richard raw who's a local hip-hop joy ike and and then there's a youth night uh Correct. closing out the season and that is a wednesday night series. yes it's right. wednesdays at 6 30 6 30 um so that was coordinated by friends of the wilmington Parks, correct. correct yes now do they what what is that organization for our listeners the friends of wilmington parks is a excellent nonprofit organization that supports us by either um supporting us by coordinating the art series that we have they've supported us with our scholarship funds for our education programs so we can serve over 2,000 um, Title I schools. They can do field trips with us. They've also supported us for our Rockford Tower or our rock climbing camps and things like that, outfitting helmets and harnesses and things like that. They also do big capital projects like the Sugar Bowl with that. Um, they're looking at doing the memorials, you know, upgrading the memorials, restoring the memorials. So they're a really supportive organization that helps us um, make the parks as, be as good as they can be. Mm-hmm. And the Sugar Bowl, uh, I walk uh, it, it frequently uh, along the Brandywine there, and you can see the Sugar Bowl from, from down below. Yes. It, the, um, the renovation really looks really looks tremendous. It's and that was that was quite a while in the making, wasn't it? It's, I believe, uh, 10 years or so. Yeah, yeah. But, but it really looks great, and, and it's really a wonderful setting uh, it is. for concerts. Yes. So that's great. Now, you mentioned that the interpretive uh, uh, managers come together, uh, the interpretive program managers come together. Who convenes you, and how often do you get together? We just do it at the beginning of the year. It's just um, I put out – somehow I ended up coordinating it all. So I send <laughs> I send out to the email to the ones who are doing concerts in their parks. We get together. We talk about, you know, passing around, you know, band names – do we, you know, talking about anything that, you know, we needed to improve on, things like that. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I, I want to pursue some more about the parks and your programming, but let me first remind our listeners that you are tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. Our guest in the studio today is Liz and Andrew Scott, the Interpretive Programs Manager for Alapocas Run in Wilmington State Parks. We're talking about the. Uh, we've been talking about the Monday night concert series coming up at uh, well, the Rockford Tower, as well as the Wednesday night series uh, coming up at the Sugar Bowl Pavilion. Both part of the Wilmington Parks network here. Um, now, you the state. These parks were not always part of the state park system. They they were brought in under the state parks a, a number of years ago. I think yes. the, the city sort of worked out an arrangement with that. You've been with the parks now for a number of years. Um, 
what's your background and and what brought you to Delaware State Park? I my background I have a bachelor's in landscape horticulture and design and a master's in parks recreation and tourism management. And I've worked before for either botanic gardens, arboretums, or I worked also for Indiana State Parks in the past. And um, I was just, I took a break for a little bit and was coming back in Delaware State Parks. I started contractual work, creating curriculum for their school programs, and eventually ended up being a full-time employee. So are you originally a Delawarean and you came back? No, actually, I grew up outside of Chicago and Indiana. Okay, so what brought you to Delaware? A family move, uh, um, moving just for a job. Uh, how about that? Now, has has your work with uh, Delaware State Parks always been at in Wilmington? Yes, it is. I've okay. always been at Wilmington. Okay. Now, how how often is it just the one time a year you get to convene with the others or do you do you get an opportunity to visit some of the other state parks to see what kind of programming we do doing? we conduct um not in our busy months but on our somewhat of our downtime we have monthly meetings and we try to scatter it throughout the state so we can meet in different parks and get to see the other parks and um the interpreters can show off their park and the division of state uh, of parks and recreation falls under Denrad, Den- Den- yeah, yes. Which uh, and that stands for the Del- Department of Natural Resources, right? So, uh, in in developing this programming, what kind of have you been doing the programming at Rockford for a couple of years now? Yes, uh, I have. Yes. Now, what do you, what are you seeing in terms of the audiences? Who who comes to these? Have you seen audiences grow? Uh, our audiences have been steady. We get a, maybe about 200 people, which is what we're aiming for. And it's a great mix of families, older couples, just a really nice general mix of people, which is what we were aiming for. Do people, are both series, I forget, do both series start at 6.30? Yes, they do. So the 6.30 series, do, do people bring... They bring picnics. Yeah, they bring picnics. The kids bring little toys to play. In front of the Rockford Tower is a nice big grassy field so you can set up lawn chairs blankets so the kids can you know play off a little off off to the side while the parents listen to the music so it's a great you know family evening event Mm -hmm. now what um, i hate to bring up a sore spot but what happens in the case of inclement weather well we just had it this past (laughs) week we had to unfortunately (laughs) cancel danny wycott and we uh generally don't make it up if we have the chance to slot them into maybe like the Paw Paw Festival or another event, we will try to do that with work with the artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, n- now, with these with these various acts, do you see do you see the different types of performances drawing different types of audiences, or do you have kind of a, a pretty faithful crowd that shows up every Monday or Wednesday night? I think we have a nice core, but then we do get sometimes a little bit of a change going on, depending on who the um, artist is. Mm-hmm. But I do, I, I start to see the regular people there. And are you responsible yourself for promoting these programs, marketing them, advertising them? How does that work? Yes. So for Delaware State Parks, we have a concert series brochure we also have it listed online so you can go to the delaware state parks summer concert uh, website and it'll list all the state parks and it'll list them all the uh, bands that are playing so how do people get the brochure or what is the website the brochures are all within the state parks so you can pick it up at any nature center okay. office and then our website is uh, destateparks.com slash summer concerts okay 
Now, some of the state parks require the uh, parking permits. These two do not, correct? Yes, yes. So Wilmington has no gate fees, and Alipocus um, has gate fees over at um, the Blue Ball Barn. At Blue Ball Barn. Yes. So so someone, who, if they're interested in a good long walk, they could walk down from Blue Ball Barn. Yes, (laughs) yes. But it's a great walk. But, um, yeah, so there's no no parking fee at Rockford Park. Right, right. So really a great opportunity to get out in the summer uh, to some really interesting uh, entertainment on Mondays and Wednesday evenings. And you, you could hit both series, every, right? Oh, every, definitely, every definitely. Now, what, what, do you, what do you find are the, the greatest challenges in lining up acts? Of- um, it's just trying to – my focus is trying to find local acts, local mm-hmm. Delawarean acts, or maybe you know close to the border on Maryland and Pennsylvania. So trying to find that that's family-friendly, that will fit into my venue for small – because I have a small stage, so mm-hmm. I can only go you know, no more than four you know, band members. Right. Do you, do you have more uh, performing groups interested than you can possibly accommodate in a summer? We, we – I think we get a little overflow for that, but mm-hmm. I think we've gotten a good, you know, grip on it. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you characterize your audiences? Are they primarily older, or you talk some about the demographics? Is it a broad mix of ages? And- it is definitely a broad mix. I'll see families with younger children's toddlers, and then I'll see older couples coming in with, you know, their nice picnic baskets and things like that. So it, it's a good mix. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, so, so it's new this summer at the Sugar Bowl Pavilion, and and the Friends of the Wilmington Parks coordinated that schedule. Did you have any input, or did you have any discussion with them? In yes. Order to, so you didn't have that overlap. Correct. Yes, we didn't want to have overlapping, so we talked about you know what I I had mine ahead of time, so I was able to give them my list, and they worked to um, you know pull together their lineup then. Okay. Great. What other kinds of programming do you do since this is just in the summer? What what other types of programming do you specifically coordinate for the park? We do things like uh, rock climbing programs, public introduction. Right, you did mention that. Yes. And, and that's really, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think uh, the Blue Rocks get their name from those rocks around those climbing walls. Correct. Is that right? So along the Brandywine was quarries of the Blue Rock or NICE, G-N-E-I-S-S. Mm-hmm. And so that is what we climb on. And so our climbing wall is a former quarry. Mm-hmm. And so we pref- do introduction to outdoor rock climbing to our program for the public. We also run rock climbing camps in the summer. We also do hikes through Alipocus Woods. And we're also going to do this uh, fall a pawpaw hike through Brandywine Park. We do things like pedal through the parks where we start a bike ride from the Blue Ball Barn and go to Bellevue to the Caulfield House in conjunction with the Bellevue staff. And um, then we do some cultural arts program. We do basket. There's a basket weaving program that we'll have this fall. We're doing a quilt program over at the Blue Ball Barn. And then we also do our, um, once the fall season starts, we gear up again for school programs. We do pre-K programs with the Head Starts and the various um, early education centers, science nature-based programs. And then we also do science STEM-based programs for um these schools in the Wilmington area. So you you don't really have downtime. I mean, you're, you're we used to have downtime, but programming something. Yes, all, we try to do all, all year, all year wrong. Yeah. yeah, and I believe within the Wilmington parks, I the, the the stretch of Northern Greenway Trail that 
parallels the Brandywine there. Is that the old railroad bed that used to service Bancroft Mills farther there, up the river? It would, there or at is, least it follows that same path. Correct. There is. Yeah. It goes because it goes into uh, Brandywine Park where the zoo is. There right. used to be that old railroad. Yes. Yeah, there's still remnants of the railroad correct. there uh, yes. down by the zoo there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and if you walk far enough up that path to to where the old Bancroft Mills are, there's there's actually some rail uh, some rail uh, remnants there as well. Yes, Re- really, uh, some interesting parks and some interesting programming. Um, now, it, so you have school programming throughout the year as well. Yes, you bring school groups yes. in. We we do outreach and we also bring school groups in. Okay. So they bust them in, and you, there are a variety of nature programs. and, and We do science-based programs. We're slowly mm-hmm. switching our programs to uh, meet the next-generation science standards, mm-hmm. but we currently meet the current science standards for the uh, state of Delaware. So you have to have some background in what the expectations of the schools are as well. Exactly. Yeah. We work with the schools and uh seeing so they can justify bringing their kids out to us for their field trips right so as you develop curriculum do you engage teachers to to make sure that that's aligning or or you're just you have these that we have the standards yeah we've okay. gone through uh training for the new next generation standards so we're just tweaking our current programs and creating new ones to meet those standards that's great well we're we're running out of time here liz it's really been uh informative to have you here and talk about the range of programming but most most interestingly the the summer concert series at the rockford tower uh it's a monday night series uh beginning uh, uh june 26th began june yeah beginning monday june 26th and it will run through uh monday august 14th Six thirty programs right yes and then wednesday nights at the sugar bowl pavilion uh beginning july 12th uh running through august 23rd Check out the website again quickly. DEStateParks.com slash summer concerts. Great. Thanks so much for joining us.